All right, everybody, good to see you. Thursday Live, hope you're doing good. Going to hop right into it tonight. There are three lies that we're going to look deep into tonight. And we need to understand something. We got to call what's a lie a lie. You don't ever acquiesce to a lie. You don't ever submit to a lie. You don't ever come along with a lie. You don't ever give in a little bit to a lie. A lie is a lie. All right? And that's what we're going to look into. And, and, that's, and it's exactly how we have to look at all of these things. There's three of them that we're going to look at. First of all, systemic racism in law enforcement, that there is systemic racism in law enforcement. The statistics show that that is a lie. Look at me now. That is a lie. Are you saying, Tom, there's absolutely no racist cops? There absolutely are some racist cops. You know what? There's some racist black cops. There's some racist white cops. There's some racist Puerto Rican cops. There's some racist Asian cops. There, there's some racist pastors. There's some racist congregates. There's racist neurosurgeons. But what we're talking about, and you got to cue into that key word, systemic. That means throughout law enforcement, there are cops everywhere that are hunting down black men. So is that or is that not true? If it's not true, then it's a lie. If Al Sharpton says that it's true, it's a lie. If, if a police department says it's true, it's a lie. If the president says it's true or any black leader says it's true or any white leader says it's true, it's a lie. The statistics show that it's a lie. Number two, all these protests are for George Floyd. They are not. They are, they, listen, I'm not saying there, again, there's some people that are protesting for George Floyd. And for the record, George Floyd was unjustifiably killed. No doubt about it. And the people involved are paying the price and will pay the price. So he was obviously unjustifiably killed. We can all agree on that. But these protests that are going on, I'm not just talking about the looters either. Of course, the looting is not for George Floyd, but a lot of these protests are against systemic racism in law enforcement. So they're not for George Floyd because systemic racism in law enforcement is a lie. So the second lie is, is that all these protests, all this looting, all this yelling and screaming, all this burning, burning down of this and burning down of that, uh, asking uh, white privileged people to kneel down and, and uh, confess their white privilege and renounce their white privilege, all that garbage is a lie. It is not about George Floyd. It is about a Democratic Party socialist agenda. That's a fact. So that's our second lie. The third lie we're going to continue to address is that the coronavirus is a plague, which obviously it's not. You got to show me that first picture. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity we have going on right here. I mean, we, we have to be, this is an apocalypse. This, now, this picture was taken yesterday, so or maybe the day before, and are these people six feet apart? Um, are they social distance? Uh, are, are they under quarantine? Why aren't these people in lockdown? It, what, this is an, this, oh, the humanity. All these people are going to die. They're all going to die, right? According to coronatology, which means that you believe that corona, coronavirus, the moment you catch it, you're dead, even though it really only has a 0.1% post-infection death rate, right? All these people are going to die. Give me the next picture. 
Oh, the humanity. Look at the one girl. Look at the girls without the masks on. They pull their mask over and give themselves uh, superficial cosmetic double chins. Look at them. I mean, they're dead. They're, all these people are dead, according to coronatology. According to the liberal governors that are governing over these people, the, all of these people are now dead. A lot of people believe, you mean, you don't wear a mask? You're dead, right? That's what people believe. Well, suddenly, I mean, this is, this is a miracle. We have a miracle in our midst. Corona is healed via the death of George Floyd and all these people being allowed to ransack our country. Coronavirus has been healed. It's no longer a threat. Give me the last picture. Look at this. Look at all the, I mean, it's a miracle, an absolute miracle. All the coronavirus no longer a threat, right? Where, where are you guys at? Where are the quarantine Christians? Where, you know, where are the quarantine conservatives? Where, where are the, um, the mask Nazis out there? The mask Stalinists? Where, where, where's CNN calling out for all of these people to run and save their lives because they're being infected moment by moment, thousands by thousands? By the coronavirus. Where, where's the cry? It's a miracle. It's an absolute miracle. But those three lies have to be exposed. Let me read you this Bible verse. John chapter 8 verse 44. It says, You belong to your Father. This is Jesus speaking to the Pharisees and Sadducees. He said, You belong to your Father, the devil, and you want to carry out your Father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. Remember what I told you now. You don't buy in for a, a millimeter, a centimeter, a microscopic amount to any lie. Lies are lies. They're not true. Systemic racism in law enforcement, lie. This is all about George Floyd, lie. Coronavirus is a deadly plague, lie. Just showed you in the pictures, all the people that, listen, there was pictures of uh, nurses, I believe it was New York City out applauding the protesters. But one week ago, we're telling you that if you step out of your house, you're a dead man. What happened? What, they must not truly believe it. You know, it, it pretty much shows, too. You got, you know, Chris Cuomo. He gets diagnosed with coronavirus, telling everybody, lockdown, 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 quarantine, quarantine, mask, mask. And he's out prancing around. Same with Stephanopoulos. Same with Neil Ferguson. All the rest of these coronatologists, they're just waltzing around because they don't really believe it. They know it's a 0.1% post-infection death rate. They know that this coronavirus response is simply a way to grease the skids for socialism. They know that. And Christians, you don't see it yet, do you? Some of you are still in this. You're still there, aren't you? You got to crew up that, uh, do you have the church picture for me? Show that one. Here, here we go. Look at this. Here's the church. Oh, what a, what a rise. What a, what, what a way to rise in faith. What a, look, let's look at this. The new norm. Now, how faith should look now. How faith should look. Do you everybody see that? The new norm. This is outside of a church. Join us in person or online Sunday at 9 and 11. This is now, how faith should look now. Bring it back to me. No, I believe... Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I thought, that's Romans 10, 17. I thought you weren't supposed to conform to the pattern of the world. New norm is the world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the church is disconformed. I see churches, there's a church here locally 
that's selling masks with their name on it. I always thought that whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loose. Why do you need a mask? Explain to me through the Bible why you need a mask. Again, explain to me through the Bible why you ever quarantine. Explain to me through the Bible why you have to stay six feet from everybody. Explain to me through the Bible how online services work. Explain to me through the Bible how, through, how online services work when you're supposed to be laying hands on the sick and they will recover. Explain to me through the Word of God how that works. Explain that to me. You won't be able to do it. This is how faith looks. Faith is the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Not the new normal where you have a mask on your church sign. Listen, knock all the unbelievers out of the way. Knock all the unbelievers out of the way. And take the mark of the beast. I need you to sit behind the screen. Thank you. Sorry, I got some stuff going on in the studio here. Take, make, just, just knock all the unbelievers right out of the way and take the mark of the beast. I mean, listen, some of this stuff is getting to be symbolic of that. Some of it is getting very symbolic of it. Mask wearing is simply a, a submission, a sign of submission to the world. This, I'll, I didn't even finish my Bible verse. Here we go. You belong to your father, the devil, and, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. That church who has that sign up is not holding to the truth of the word of God. They're holding to their truth. Their fa- they might as well put a picture of Anthony Fauci up there. They should just go ahead and put a picture of Anthony Fauci. All right, back to me, guys. Not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Coronavirus response, the new normal. Wearing a mask is a lie. It does nothing, nothing for you. Even Fauci now says it's merely symbolic. He said mostly symbolic. It's amazing. I mean, if I thought this was isolated, I wouldn't have put the picture up. This is going on all over my hometown. Like I said, there's a church right down the road selling masks with their names on it. Man, they're lucky right now. I don't put them up. I should put them up. Three lies. Systemic racism and law enforcement. Coronavirus is a plague, and this is all about George Floyd. You know, in Corona... And systemic racism, they have a lot in common. What are they? Very low numbers. First, you, know, the first, you can't prove systemic racism, racism because of the numbers. When was the last big incident? We have George Floyd, right? When was the last one? Everyone's saying this stuff happens every day. Okay, I'll back off of that. Everyone's saying this happened every week. Oh, wait, I'll back off that. Uh, everyone says this happens every month. Oh, let's back off that. Everyone says it happens every year. When? When is it exactly? This isn't, this isn't excusing bad actors and bad behavior in law enforcement. I get it. I was a cop for 25 years. I understand bad uh, actors and bad behavior in law enforcement. I get it. Been around some of it. But to say that it's systemic, where? Name it. Where, where are all the videos like George Floyd then? 
Probably Saturday, I'm going to show you where the exact same thing happened to a white man who was pinned on the ground and basically choked to death. Corona and the alleged systemic racism in law enforcement have a couple things, a couple key things in common. Very low numbers. Like I said, when was the last George Floyd incident? And even the ones that they say are incidents, like Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. It was all a lie. Hands up, don't shoot. People are still doing that. Hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot. That never happened. It's a lie. It's a bold-faced lie. But they have very corona and systemic racism in law enforcement have very low numbers mixed with rare death and they're used for mass implementation of destruction, of socialism, of hysteria, and of Democratic Party policies. That's what they're all about. Low numbers mixed with a rare death used to create hysteria, used to create destruction, used to imp- implement socialism. I mean, look at, look at the state of Michigan. Look at the state of Washington. Look at Washington, D.C. Look at the state of Virginia, the state of Maine, the state of Pennsylvania, the state of New York, the state of New Jersey. That's the People's Republic. They should take down the American flag. They should take it down and put up a hammer and sickle. For their Stalinist governors that are ruling over them. You're essential. You're not essential. Corona and, and, and the George Floyd protests, I don't even want to put his name on them because they're not about him. The people that have been involved with George Floyd have been arrested. So explain to me why bashing in windows and stealing merchandise honors George Floyd. Very low numbers. With, with a rare death, just like Corona. Oh, Tom, they're not rare deaths. Yes, they are. 0.1 post-infection death rate is rare deaths. Right now in the world, 98, over 98% of all coronavirus cases are mild. Rare death. It's very low numbers mixed with a rare death used for mass implementation of destruction, socialism, hysteria, and Democratic Party policies. While conservatives and Christians tell everyone they are in the midst of all this, you've got the Christians and the conservatives rising and defeating the lies. Nope! No. They're not rising and defeating any lies. They're telling everybody, I'm a good community partner. Look at me. Look at me concede. Look at me give in. Look at me close my church doors. Look at me defend. I'm not a racist. I'm not a, I'm not a racist. Oh, please believe me. I'm not a racist. Oh, please believe me. I'm not a racist. I'm done. I've already said I'm not a racist. I'm not saying it anymore. My life shows I'm not a racist. I'm not going to keep saying it over and over again. The left always wants you to apologize. The left always wants you to come out and state your principles when they have none and never apologize. All this stuff, the implementation of socialism, destruction, hysteria, and Democratic Party policies all get ushered in under the name of George Floyd, under the name of Corona, and conservatives and Christians do nothing but concede. They put out their videos, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm against the death of George Floyd. Well, what sane person wouldn't be against the death of George Floyd? 
Of course you're against the death of George Floyd. That's like saying, well, you know what? I, I'm, a, I'm against people who abuse children. Well, who isn't? You think that's a big biblical stand? Oh, wow. Congratulations, pastor. You're against the murder of a man? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Where are your, where are your sermons on homosexuality? Where are your sermons on abortion? Why didn't you keep your church doors open when the government was telling you to close them under your First and Fourteenth Amendment rights? Where were you? Well, I follow Romans 13. You're a coward. It's not Romans 13 does not apply. Romans 13 is the Constitution. By not following the Constitution and closing your churches, you violated Romans 13. Over and over again, I'm a community partner. I'm not a racist. I'm a community partner. I'm not a racist. You coward. Let me give you some stats here. Well, here, let me show you this picture. Put that one up for me, would you, brother? These two people were the victim of a sniper killing. We'll read, the, read it to you. We were sniped from a, from a distance while visiting our son's grave. We never got any mainstream media coverage or any tweets from LeBron or Oprah. Our names are Paul and Lydia Marino. We can bring it back to me. Where are, you, where are the outcries? Where, where are the outcries? And you're probably like, well, Tom, why didn't you outcry? Because everybody's a person. White victims, black, black victims, everybody's a person. You get murdered. Your murderer should pay the price. Simple as that. I didn't go looting stores because two white people got killed. Well, you're a racist. How am I a racist? What? All I'm about are facts. Hey, Aaron, cue that uh, Biden video for me. Play it. Go ahead and play it. We choose truth over fact. <laughs> See, the, the, the odd thing is, is you can choose truth over facts because your truth cannot, it can become where it's not factual because you can just choose your own truth. That's really the mantra of the Democratic Party and Carl Lentz from Hillsong, uh, New York. You follow your own convictions, your own truth. No, facts are what makes up the truth. It's like saying the Bible is what makes up your faith. Let me give you some stats here. A police officer is 18.5 times more likely, 18.5 times more likely to be killed by a black man than an unarmed black man is to be killed by the police. Yet Joy Reid, MSNBC, incredible dystopian moron, says black men are being hunted. A cop's 18.5% more is more likely to be killed by a black man than an unarmed black man is to be killed by the police. Fact. Last year, the police, how many, how, how many, how many unarmed black men were killed by the police last year? 2000, all of 2019. How many unarmed black men were killed by the police? It has to be in order for this to be systemic racism where white officers are going out and hunting down black men. Remember now, see, we, we have a tendency to think in a very small way. you got to think of this, just like where I live right, right here. There are about 500 in these two counties, about 500, more than 500. And when I, see, even I'm thinking too small. 
the, if you include the police agencies, it's about 700 cops in this area alone. And where I used to work, which is a medium-sized police agency, we had about 110,000 calls for service that got case numbers assigned to them every year. It's probably more than that. Between 100 and 120,000 case numbers were pulled every year. Everybody get that? Imagine this in Sarasota, Florida. Imagine Philadelphia, New York, L.A., San Francisco, Atlanta, Richmond, Virginia, Washington, D.C. Imagine the calls for service. So you have millions of calls for service every day. Every single day, how many unarmed black men were killed by the police last year? Nine. Fact. Nine. In two of those cases, the police officers were arrested. Nine total. And you got idiots like Joy Reid going around saying, that black men are being hunted by white police officers. 25 years in law enforcement, I never saw it. How many, oh, how many unarmed whites were killed by cops last year? 19, more than twice as many. Whoops! Well, people will always say, yeah, but blacks, whites make up about 60% of the population, and blacks only make up 13, 13% of the population. Well, here's the problem is that blacks actually commit almost 40% of all violent crime. Whoops! Tom, you're a racist. Nope, sorry. These are the FBI UCR statistics. Sorry, Uniform Crime Report. Sorry. Some of the statistics I'll give you were under the Obama administration. Sorry. I'm not like, play Joe Biden again. We choose truth over fact. Give me that whole word facts in there if you can. Dub that thing. Try to fix it if you can. It's truth over facts. Once you get that whole thing and then we cut it off just a little bit too soon. We choose truth over facts. No, we choose facts as truth. Let me see who's on here with me so far. All right. See Greg on. Allie, God bless you. Uh, May, God bless you. Jolene, glad, glad you're on. Mike and Don, glad you're on. Who else is on? Beth. Beth, good to see you. God bless you. Bailey on. God bless you guys. Fern, good to see you. Jeff, good to see you. Blanca, good to see you. Anthony, good to see you. Cindy, good to see you. And there's my other Cynthia. God bless you. Bailey, good to see you. Stephen, good to see you guys. Love you guys. Terry, good to see all you guys. I got my screen working tonight. How about that? I can maybe interact with you guys a little bit. Hey, Lisa, glad you're on. Molly, glad you're on. Eve, Rebecca, glad you're on. Christy, glad you're on. Courtney, glad you're on. Great to see all you guys. Lots of familiar faces. Ron, glad you're on. Deborah, glad you're on. Judy, glad you're on. Lots of you guys are writing lots of comments. Just put as many comments down as you want. All good. I like reading them anyway. 50 cops are shot and killed every year. That's not, that's not how many died. That's not how many died in the course of their duties. That's not counting stabbings or being run over. 50 cops are shot and killed every year. How many unarmed black men were killed last year? Nine. Tom, you're a racist. I'm reading to you the uniform crime report out of the FBI. So five times as many cops are killed each year than unarmed black men by police. Five times as many. 
Corey, Senator Cory Booker, another galactic moron, says so many are being murdered by police officers. Really? Where exactly when? Wait till I get to how many whites are killed by cops versus blacks. Wait till we get to that point. Tom, you're a racist. It's not about race. It's about facts. Facts. We're not Joe Biden. We don't believe truth over facts. Facts are our truth. 1,000 people are killed each year by the cops. That's been pretty much the same for years now. About 1,000 people a year in the United States are killed by the police. Nine, like I said, nine were unarmed black men. 500 were white. Whoops. And again, people go, they make up half the population. That's correct. But they, you know, how, here's how it works. And I'll get to these stats in a minute, but just simplistically, white people make up about 60% of the population, commit about 60%, 58% of all violent crime. The black population makes up about 12 to 13% of the population and commits 37 to 38% of violent crime. So they're going to have more interaction with law enforcement. Fact. It's the way it works. 500 white people were killed by law enforcement last year. 250 black people were killed by law enforcement last year. Facts. 2018, there were 7,400 black homicide victims. Get ready for these numbers now. That's one half of the nation's total. So 13% of the population makes up half of the nation's homicide total. So that's a white problem? Is that a white problem? Is that a system? I need to kneel before you. And I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for my white privilege. I'm so sorry for my white No, I'm not sorry at all. There is no white privilege. There is no systemic racism in law enforcement. Coronavirus is not deadly. Lies. This is all about George Floyd. Lie, lie, lie. Wake up. And tell people their lies. 7,400 black people were the victims of homicide in 2018. That's one half of the nation's total homicide victims out of 13% of the population. 13% of the population made up 50% of homicide victims in 2018. It'll be the same in 2019. Those stats just haven't come out yet or I would have put them up. They'll be the same. 93% of black homicide victims were killed by who? Other black people. Whoops! What about that, Al Sharpton, at George Floyd's funeral today? Why wasn't that mentioned? Whoops! 2.7% of those homicide victims were killed by the police. 27 93% were killed inside of the black community. Black on black killings where's the riots where where are the riots what one horrific killing by law enforcement in this in the country is on fire and i want to say too all you know all the cities that are on fire you got minneapolis you got new york pittsburgh philadelphia la many others st louis they should everybody in there should be very very happy they've been given everything they wanted it's a, so, those are basically their sanctuary cities. Uh, 
It's all affirmative action. It's everybody there is an elected Democrat. Oftentimes, uh, black congressmen, black mayors, black chiefs of police, they should, why are you burning down those cities? And I'll tell you something else controversial. There's a part of me that's just like, you know what? That's what you voted for. That's what you get. You don't want law and order? Okay. Don't come to my town now. Don't want to come marching up my driveway to come loot my home. I'm not going to say anything overly verbose right now, but I will just tell you, don't come marching in my house. I wonder why this hasn't happened too much in Florida. Hmm. I wonder why. Could it be that we have a great governor and that we have stand your ground laws here? Uh, yeah. Because I can, I can guarantee you I'm going to stand my ground. Think you're going to march into my house? You ain't going to march into my house and steal my TV, let alone touch anybody in there. Believe me. And you can't get your life right. I saw people do that. Pray, get your life right before you come into my house. You can't get your life right and then break into somebody's house. The number one cause of death for a young black male in America is what? The number one cause of death of black people in America is what? Abortion. After you're born, though, and you're a young black male, the number one cause of death is homicide. And most of the time committed by another young black male. For white, for white, young white males, the number one cause of death is accidental death like crashes. What's that got to do with George Floyd? What's this have to do with your systemic racism charges? What, uh, explain to me. How does racism have anything to do with 93% of black homicides are committed by black people? Explain to me how you need to loot a target because of that. Explain to me what exactly you're protesting. You're protesting what happens once in a blue moon? Oh, Tom, you can't say that. I'm saying it. It's a fact. When was the last one? When was the last George Floyd moment? They happen. It was horrific. People are going to pay the price and should pay the price for it. However, when was the last one? Go ahead and tell me. Whoops. Well, that's not going to help uh, Al Sharpton's donations. It's not going to help Jesse Jackson's donations. It's not going to help Cory Booker's donations or Pelosi or Schumer or Cuomo's donations, but they happen to be facts. When was the last one? One in 700 black homicide victims were killed by police in 2018. So one in 700 of homicide victims were killed by the police in 2018. So you had one and then 699 others, 93% of them other black people. So you had one cop killing one in every 700 homicides in the black community was by the police. Where the black suspect was unarmed. Where the black suspect was unarmed. So 699 were killed by other people. Facts. Sorry if it hurts your feelings. Oh, that's a lie. I'm not sorry it hurts your feelings. Some of us, we need a good, swift kick in the rear end. People who are watching this right now, this is bothering you. Sorry. UCR, Uniform Crime Report. Pull it up. Tom, you're not an expert. Well, 
Maybe I am more of an expert here. You can, you can bust my chops about not being an epidemiologist, but I certainly was in law enforcement for a lot of years, 25 in a day. Here's an awesome statement by the player, Players Coalition of the NFL. It seems like every week a new tragedy unfolds before our very eyes where people are being killed by police violence. Oh, really? So, okay, where is the Every week. Oh, hmm. Every week. When was, when, when was the last one? Tom, you're a racist. Ah, just saying, when was it? Go ahead, show it to me, please. Everybody's got a cell phone now. It's got to be on video somewhere, right? I remember cops being killed by black people too. I don't claim that there's systemic violence against law enforcement by black people. I remember when there was five cops killed in Dallas protecting a Black Lives Matter parade. Gunned down by a black male. Where I didn't go, I didn't go looting. I didn't get a coalition of armed law enforcement officers and we all go out and loot, uh, loot our own neighborhood. This black business is being destroyed just as often as whites. Per capita. Unfolds before our very eyes weekly. Where people are being killed by police violence. No, that's not true. Each time we tweet, we pray, we mourn. Only to repeat the cycle a few days later. That's from the NFL Players Coalition. Lies. It's all lies. There's not one thing in there that's true. There's not one thing in there that's true. But Christians will be jumping on board with it. Oh, we're not a racist. Of course we agree. Well, I want to show you I'm not a racist, so I agree. No, here's the thing. I don't agree and I'm not a racist. How do you like that? Shove it. Just like COVID. Death counts for the first four months, right? 2019, 2018. We have less than 2017. January, February, March, April. Total death counts in the United States are basically identical for the last five years. But yet, people claim we have a pandemic. And they say do the same exact logic with death via police. Last year, we had 1,000 people were killed by the police. You know what it was the year before? 1,000 people. You know what we're slated to have this year? 1,000 people. You know what the year 2017 was? 1,000 people. You know what 2016 was? 1,000 people. So where's the systemic nature of it all? Oh, Joey Biden, though. Oh, Joey. Give it to me. truth over fact. Ah, I was blur. It's muted. <laughs> we'll get it right. We'll get it right. Is you ready? Try it again. We choose truth over fact. There we go. Truth over facts. These are the facts. Death via police every year. One thousand every single year. Half of, of half of those deaths are whites. One quarter of them are black. You're like, again, I, I just have to keep saying it, people, because people will say it. That's, bec- you know, that's still way too high because black people only make up 13% of the population. They shouldn't make up 25 to 30% of police deaths. They do when you commit almost 40% of all violent crime when you're only 13% of the population. Facts! F-B-I. UCR report. Pull it up. It's not hard to read. All right, go to that Nancy Pelosi pick for me. Here you go. Here's old Nance. Now, this, this picture epitomizes both levels or maybe a tri-level of galactic stupidity. You got the ignorance of wearing a mask, which does nothing. Where's the social distance, Nance? 
You can bring it back to me. Where's the social distance? Gone. I guess she was warning everybody. She couldn't come to the Capitol because she was scared of the coronavirus. She refused to come to work. And so did most of her Democratic colleagues. But lo and behold, she can be in a crowd there, one foot. But what did she have all around her, by the way? Armed security. <laughs> there they are, all around her. Armed security. Look for the little earpieces. Armed security all around the our wonderful Speaker of the House, which is one of the dumbest human beings that has ever plagued the planet. I'll read the article. Nancy Pelosi attends George Floyd protests surrounded by guards. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Wednesday became the latest Democratic lawmaker to, to, to have attended a protest against the death of George Floyd. Walking through a demonstration outside the Capitol in Washington, D.C., flanked by members of her staff and security guards, a masked Pelosi made her way through a crowd of protesters. Yeah, I'm sure she hung around there a long time. Here's some more stats for you. 2017. How many whites were killed by law enforcement? 457. How many blacks? 223. 2018, whites, 399. Blacks, 209. 2019, 370 whites were killed by law enforcement. Black, black people, three, 235. 370 to 235. This year, it's 42 to 31. That's where we're at. Facts. Just facts. For every, this is from uh, Leonidas Johnson. For every 10,000 black people arrested for violent crime, three are killed. For every 10,000 white people arrested for violent crime, four are killed. Sure, it's so systemic out there. All you Christians that are taking a knee, all you conservatives, listen, sad all the cops and national guardsmen taking a knee with protesters if you're taking a knee with them you're agreeing to their lies there's there's nothing to protest when it comes to george floyd himself everybody's been arrested so what are you protesting it has to be systemic law enforcement racism right I'm reading you all the stats and I got a lot more to come in showing you that that doesn't exist. It's a lie. So when you take a knee, cop, and, well, they're, and all the Christians, oh, look at them, they're grabbing each other and praying. If you're taking a knee with a protester who's protesting systemic racism in, in law enforcement, you are taking a knee with a bold-faced liar. Or somebody galactically ignorant. Well, we here at Abundant Life, whatever ministry, church, uh, we are against racism. Uh, duh! No kidding. Who isn't? I'm not going to go and renounce something that I don't have. I'm not going to agree to something that doesn't exist. It's called abiding in a lie. Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. I don't abide in lies. It's not loving to agree with somebody in their lies. Well, you need to use uh, coronavirus. It's the opportunity of a lifetime to win people to the Lord. Why? I, I was at the opportunity of a lifetime. It's a flu season. It's a flu season. How's it the opportunity of a lifetime? Treat it like you do every other flu season. 
Why aren't you winning souls anyway? 70% of black children are born into fatherless homes. Could that be? Why, where's all the protests? Where are the protests? Well, where's the protests against guys that are having sex with women, creating babies, and running off? Where, where's the protests? I, I don't see it. I don't, where's, the pro, where, where's the targets being burned down? Where's the auto zones being burned down? Where's the Nike stores being looted? Over, over 70% fatherless rate. Where, what's happening with that? Racist fact. We're all about the truth, not facts. I wish I could do a better Biden impression. We're all about the truth, not facts. Moron. All right, get that next graph ready for me. I'll tell you when to put it on there. According from the Conservative Review, according to the National Crime Victimization Survey, am I racist for reading this to you? Published by the Bureau of Justice Statistics, out of the 593,598 interracial violence, violent victimization crimes between blacks and whites, in other words, when there's a black versus white or white versus black victimization case where somebody victimizes somebody, whether it's a white person victimizing a black person or a black person victimizing a white person, between blacks and whites reported in 2018, 90% were black against white. Whoops! Where's the protest? Why aren't the white people rising up? And by the way, I don't want any white people to rise up. Where's Antifa? The only white people that are rising up right now is Antifa that are going around, which I find it to be odd that black people are okay with this, that little white, scrawny, 120-pound, muscleless idiots are running around with their stupid little bandanas on, torching black neighborhoods. Kind of odd? You might as well just put on a Ku Klux Klan outfit, Antifa. Galactic idiots. 90% of interracial victimization was black on white in 2018. And no, I'm not hiding from 2019 statistics. They're just not out yet. 90% were black against white and 9.5% were white against black. Put up that next uh, graph for me. There you go. Then me making it up. It's not the racist white guy making it up. There you go. Black on white, 2018. 547,000 cases of black on white crime. Almost, uh, almost 548,000 cases of black on white crime. Black on Hispanic, 112,000 cases. White on black, 59,000. Look at the two different, look at the difference in numbers. White on black, again, now use your argument. A lot of people would say, you know, this is wrong because blacks only make up a certain amount. Well, black, white people make up 60% of the population and only had 60,000 crimes with white on, that were white on black. Where black people make up 13% of the population and had almost 548,000 cases of black on white crime. White on Hispanic. Whites are way tougher on Hispanics, 207,000 cases. Hispanic on white, 365,000 cases. Some of those are from illegal immigrants. Hispanic on black, 44,000 cases. There's the facts. Why are we torching our streets? Over what? Over what? Over George Floyd? All four officers have been charged. What's there left to do? 
a thorough investigation, a trial, and let justice take its course. That's what you do. And let, and let the Floyd family sue the city of Minneapolis and win millions of dollars. They should. That's it. That's what should happen. That's the facts. 9.5% were white against black. That is, I'm just reading the article. That is simply astounding given that black people compose just 12% of the general population and white people comprise 62% of the population. Put up this one. Put it, uh, show the video. Girls washing the graffiti. Yeah, we tried over there and it wasn't coming off. It's still one of those coming off. Turn that volume. But why do you want that to come off? They're washing off so graffiti that says Black lives, lives Matter on a government building. That's what this. Not enough to leave up a message. Right. Not not a great way to use your white privilege, ladies. Not a great. That's disgusting. Okay, you just saw the graph. What white privilege? Explain to me what white privilege when black-on-white crime amounts to four, 548,000 cases a year and white-on-black crime is 59,000 cases a year. Explain to me white privilege, please. Would you explain that to me? Racist! Not, I'm just reading facts from your government. How is that racist? What white privilege do those girls have? All they were doing was washing off graffiti on a government building that says Black Lives Matter. Somebody drives by and says by doing that, they're exercising their white privilege. Listen, the church needs to be out in front of all this. Not kowtowing to it. The church, I'm telling you, the modern day church is the biggest grouping of cowards. I'm astounded by it. I'm absolutely taken aback, stunned, flummoxed, trying to find all the words. I can't find one that's big enough. I'm stunned by the cowardice of the modern church. We're not racist. We'll show you we're not racist. We'll show you. If you're not one, you're not one. You don't need to show anybody anything. Give me Biden again. We choose truth over fact. No, we choose facts to be our truth. The lopsided, I'm reading on the article from the Conservative Review, the lopsided share of crime committed by black people is a problem across the board, but particularly for violent crimes. According to the FBI's 2018 UCR Uniform Crime Reporting, of the 11,514 homicide offenders whose race is known a whopping 55% were black. 13% of the population, 55% of the homicides. 42% were white. 62% of the population committed 42%. Again, I don't really care who commits the homicide. You go, you get your hands put behind your back, you get lethal injection or life in prison. Period. I don't care whether you're white or black. I don't care who you, I don't care what the skin color of, uh, the skin color was of the person you killed. It's a human being, including those inside the womb. Ralph Northam of Virginia. Well, you take the baby and you take it and it's born and put it on a table and then a conversation ensues between the mother and the doctor about who's going to kill the baby. 
homicidal crazy people. 55% were black, 42% white, and 3% other. Though black people make up only 12% of the population, they compose 53% of all murder victims in cases where the identity of the victim was known and reported. In cases where the race of both the victim and offender was known, a staggering 88.9% of black homicides victims were murdered by black offenders. Where's the riots? Where, where's the marching? Where's the protests? You know, if you're looking for a serial killer, you look for a whitey like me. You look, you look for somebody who's white. I'm not offended by that. Truth is truth. These numbers are true. They're, it's just true. To drill down even further, in 2017, black males accounted for 45% of homicides. 13% of the population accounted for 45% of homicide victims. Even though they make up just 7% of the... It's 40... Actually, let me drill down even further. Black males in 2017 accounted... Black males, not black people. Black males accounted for 45% of homicides. And black males only make up 7% of the population. Think about that. And you got all these people marching everywhere, protesting systemic racism in law enforcement? What does law enforcement have to do with black-on-black -black crime? Explain it. You're dealing with about, again, last year, out of 1,000 police killings last year, 500 of them were white, 250 of them, 250 of them were black, nine were unarmed black men. And we're, our cities are on fire for that? You don't care about the lives of those individuals. So I guess we burn everything down for everybody who dies then, right? Unjustifiably so. Burn everything down. Go burn down black businesses. Black owners of businesses who spent their entire life building up their business, scraping out a living, or maybe even prospering really well, and you go burn it to the ground. Over what? Nine victims in an entire year? It happens weekly. It happens daily. Lies. Lies. And Christians, you need to lead the way. Well, that doesn't seem very loving to, to say that something's a lie. Uh, love, read your Bible, please. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4-8. through 8. Please read your Bible. Love rejoices in the truth. It does not rejoice in iniquity. Kneeling down with somebody who's going, systemic racism in, racism in law enforcement, systemic racism in law enforcement, kneel down with me, let's conquer this together. You're joining in to their lie. It's a lie. Just like if you put a mask on, you're joining the lie. Who's dying of coronavirus? Who? Where? Where are all the bodies? Where are they? Uh, Tom, there's been 100,000 in this country. Uh, yeah, we know that a lot of those, about 50% of those, are a bare minimum of 50% of those are lies and fraudulent, absolutely fraudulent death certificates, accounting strokes as coronavirus, accounting heart attacks as coronavirus, accounting flu, accounting flu deaths and pneumonia deaths and everything else is coronavirus. We know it's all true. That's how you know it's a lie. You never need to fraudulently make up a death certificate for a real pandemic. You have people that now have to justify themselves. 
In 2018, African Americans accounted for 54% of those arrested for, for robbery. 13% of the population, 54% of robberies. So when you're wondering, well, okay, 500 whites are killed by the police every year. 250 blacks are killed by the police every year. That's still 25% black, and we only make up 13% of the population. You'll hear this idiocy on CNN probably tonight and MSNBC, USA Today, New York Times. So they'll go, well, yeah, 500 white people being killed does not justify the systemic racism in law enforcement because 250 uh Black men were, black people or men were killed by law enforcement and they only make up 13% of the population, but 25% of, of, uh, police shootings or police killings are, are black people. Well, yeah, but they do 54% of robberies, 37 to 38% of all violent crime is done by black people. So they're going to get killed more often by the police. That's mean to say. Truth is truth. Ye shall know the truth. Let it set you free, John 8.32. Truth is truth. Well, it hurts my feelings. Still true. Well, it ruffles my feathers. It offends me. Still true. Truth makes me happy. Still true. Truth makes me sad. Still true. Old school, new school. Still true. 34% of those arrested for aggravated assault, African-Americans. African-Americans accounted for 43% of weapons violations, and they only make up 13% of the population. That's, what, that's how you explain that their 25% of police killings are black people because they commit 38% of all violent crime. The idiots will go on there and say, well, yeah, white people should make up 50% because they make up 60% of the population. Why are why the numbers so high for black people? Because they commit most violent, most violent crime. Sorry. It's just true. Actually, you know, the thing is, the people who commit the most violent crime are white people. But statistically, when you only make up 13%, basically, white people make up 62% of the population, commit 58% of the violent crime. Black people make up 13% of the population and commit 40%, roughly 40% of violent crime. Where's the systemic racism in that? How, how is a white cop responsible for this? African Americans account for 54% of those arrested for robbery, 34% of those arrested for ag assault, 43% of weapons violations. In total, they compose 37.4% of all violent crime arrests. Yet despite the complaint about black imprisonment, only 33% of state and federal inmates in 2017 were black. So they committed 37.4% of all violent crime, and only 33% of the prison population is black. But that's all you ever hear about. The rest is Hispanic and white. And a few um, other nationalities in there. And those numbers are dropping quicker than any group. They're actually dropping. All right, let's show some of these. <laughs> this video, of, uh, well, it's just, I don't even know how to put it into words. Here you go about racism, anti-blackness, or violence. This looks like a giant evangelical altar call. 
I will use my voice in the most uplifting way possible. I confess that I am a sinner and that Jesus is my Lord. Oops, no, that's not what they're saying. Look at these people. Where's the social distancing? Where's the lockdowns? Where's the quarantines? I don't, I, I'm speechless. Uh, what, what on earth is going on? You're on your, on your butt. I pledge that I will not be a racist. I pledge that I will treat black people the same as I treat white people. Why are you pledging that? Why would you ever have to pledge that? Why wouldn't you? Any black person that I see, I treat them identical to any white person because I don't even notice they're black. I really don't even notice. When I see uh, a elderly black female, I call her ma'am. I see an elderly black male, I call him ma'am, uh, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, if I, even if they're not. If I, if when I go through the McDonald's drive-thru, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, whoever serves me, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. That's what I say. I've been at Rodney Howard Brown's uh, uh, the stand up at the River Church in Tampa for three nights. I was there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Everybody I ran into, yes, sir, no, sir. I don't care. It's a pretty, pretty uh, racially mixed crowd. There's all sorts of nationalities and races mixed in there. I don't notice it. I could, who cares? I pledge that I will treat black people nicely, that I will renounce my white privilege, that I will no longer use my white privilege. What, what, what were you using? I, I, what, where? What was your white, white privilege that you chose to stay home and be a father to your kids when 70% of black fathers don't do that? How's, what does that have to do with the color, the pigmentation of your skin? The, what, what does it have to do with it? Play that next one. This one's particularly disturbing. We're not shaming anybody, that's modern evangelical vernacular garbage language. Years and years of racism, of systematic racism. Systematic racism. Where? Explain where. Were you, were you, you're apologizing, so I guess you're a systematic racist. You're a part of the systemic system of racism. That man that was leading that prayer there. He was, I guess he was a part of systemic racism himself for apologizing for it, right? I guess that's what was happening. So in order for you to be on your knees in front of other people, for do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Galatians 1.10, I'm not kneeling before men or women or anybody else. I kneel before one. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I don't kneel before people and apologize to them for things I never did. That, that he's praying you're a Christian liar. That's who you are. You're, I know. That guy will be, he'll be the icon. I know. He's the sweet one. He's the loving one. And Tom, you're the mean one. You're the racist. No, I'm the non-liar. You need, that man needs to read Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 where it's named the unbelieving. 
the fearful, the abominable, the sorcerers, the murderers, the whoremongers. That's how it's named. And then it says, all liars will have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Revelation 21.8. Special emphasis. All was not used on all sorcerers. It was not used on all murderers or all the abominable or all the fearful or all the unbelieving or all the whoremongers. It was used, the word all was used in that verse. All liars. That man kneeling before mankind happens to be african-american mankind but it's mankind begging for their forgiveness it's idolatry and it's abiding in a bold faced lie that there's systemic racism and that there's systemic racism in law enforcement if he needed to apologize go up and look at the man in the eye and say i'm sorry for my systemic racism i'm not going to do that because i haven't been systemically racist Christians, what are you doing? Preach the word. Add thou not to his word, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Proverbs 30, verse 6. Preach the word to whites, to blacks, to everybody. Preach the word and stop making up your own Bible. I'm not a racist. Please believe me. This is, this is Christianity. This is Christianity. We're, we're begging you. We're saying, please forgive us for things we never did. Oh, yeah, that's just Christianity. Look how loving we are. Ready? I'm going to use my Christian cuss word. Bull crap is what it is. Kneeling to a man, kneeling to a lie, submitting to a lie, just like wearing a mask and quarantining your sorry self. Just like closing your church, you bunch of cowards. Read the word of God. Stand for the truth. If you need to look a black man or a black woman in the eye, you look him in the eye and you say, you know what? I'm not sorry for systemic racism because I never was one. And if you were, confess it to God and repent. Don't confess, you don't confess your sins to a man. What are you, a Catholic? In Minneapolis, George Floyd was killed. Better get some Coca-Cola. Got to keep the blood sugar up when you yell this much. In Minneapolis... That's where George Floyd was killed. The police chief is black. Why are you burning the city down? The mayor is a, just an absolute libtard Democrat. The U.S. House representative is black. The vice president of the city council is black. The state attorney general is black. Why are you burning your city down? Now this reminds me of Baltimore. Remember Freddie Gray? Let's look into that case. Real quick. In Baltimore, where in 2015, a black man named Freddie Gray died in police custody. How could one with a straight face argue that resident, that resident blacks suffer from institutional racism? The mayor was a black female. The top two officials in the police department were black. The city, remember, they burned Baltimore to the ground too. And they actually caused about 2,000 additional black homicides the following year because the police said, we're not going to mess with it anymore. Because every time we do anything, and by the way, four, four, three or four of the six cops that were charged in Freddie Gray's death were black. 
But cops just pulled back and said, we're not going to aggressively patrol the streets. And it cost 2,000 black men and women their lives. Nice job. But hey, you proved you weren't a racist. Good job. It's like coronatology. You proved you're a government lapdog. Good job, pastors. The mayor was a black female. The top two officials in the police department were black. The city council was, was majority black. The state attorney who brought the charges against the six officers was black. Three of the six, there it was, three of the six. Three of the six uh, charged officers were black. The judge before the two officers tried for their cases was black. The U.S. Attorney General was black. And who was the President of the United States? Barack Obama, who was black. So why are you burning down the city where the black population's running it? How can you have systemic racism when most of the Baltimore Police Department was black? State Attorney General, black. Mayor, black. Fifteen, uh, there's 15 members of the city council in Baltimore, all elected Democrats, nine are black. Run Ben Shapiro for me. I'm, I'm offended by the language of uprising applied to people who are breaking into other black people's stores and looting them. Uh, this is not. This is a lack of values. And people who people who are destroying private property, destroying cop cars, in an uprising against what exactly? Against the black police chief, against a mostly minority police force, against the black mayor, against the black president, against the black attorney general, against the entirely uh, against a, a city council that that is nine of fifteen are black, and all fifteen are elected Democrats. Uh, what is the uprising against? What is it seeking to achieve? I still don't see what exactly the the, the riots are seeking to achieve. Bottom line is, uh, this is all. It, it all could be boiled down to just act like a mensch. Act like a human being. Honestly, it's not, a useful, it's not useful to riot. It's not useful to break things. It's not useful to throw rocks at people. And the idea that we're supposed to sort of correlate let's, let's your level of outrage. Let's hold off on the idea. I'm going to stick to the 30 seconds on yeah, this. Yeah, the, 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 the last okay. sentence. Yeah. The, the idea that we're supposed to correlate your level of outrage with a certain level of justification. In other words, the more outraged you are and the more angry you are, the more justified you must be is absolute nonsense. All right, back to me. How can you argue? There you go. That's, that's basically what I just read to you out of that article. Ju justify it. In cities like this, where, where there is mass black representation in the leadership of the city, including the police chiefs and the police departments. Explain to me how there's systemic racism. Yes, what happened to George Floyd is, it was and is horrific. We get it. Everybody's been arrested. So how is going and stealing Louis Vuitton purses helping what what point are you making what point are you making when you get on your knees before black men and women and renounce your white privilege what point are you making run larry elder for me tell me what you think the most systemic racist issue is what is it well i would say that because black people in most cases in many cases were descendants of slaves that racism as a as an institution that it just a certain amount of it just exists 2015 give me the most blatant racist example you can come up with right now um, I think you could probably find evidence that in general cops are that, that cops are more willing to shoot if the uh, perpetrator is black what's your data than white what's your basis for saying that last year the well look i know a lot of people would say look what's going on in chicago i, I, I know what they would say yeah. i'm talking about what the facts are 965 people were shot by cops last last year and killed four percent of them were white cops shooting unarmed blacks in in chicago in 2011 21 people were shot and killed by cops uh, in 2015 there were seven 
uh, in Chicago, which is a third black, a third white, and a third Hispanic, 70% of the homicides are black on black. Uh, about 40 per month, almost 500 uh, in the year, per year last year in Chicago, and 75% of them are unsolved. Where is the Black Lives Matter on that? The idea that a racist white cop uh, and shooting unarmed black people is a peril to black people is BS. It's yeah. complete and total BS. And, and the reason for these so-called activists saying this is the assumption that racism remains a major problem in America. The media, CNN, especially MSNBC, runs down whenever a black cop shoots somebody, uh, and, and it's a, some, some march on Washington. It's ridiculous. Uh, black people, half the homicides in this country are committed by and against black people. Last year, there were 14,000 homicides, not talking about suicides, I'm talking about homicides. Mm -hmm. um, half of them were black, 96% of them black on black of that 7,000. Where's a black, black Black Lives Matter people on that. So that, there's where right, you would say that this. There you go. Case closed. Facts. Facts. Right, one more time with Biden. One more time with Biden. We choose truth over fact. There you go. We choose, we choose facts to be our truth. Next thing up, Snapchat will stop promoting. This is from Breitbart. Uh, yesterday, Snapchat will stop promoting President Trump's posts. There's a war going on, folks. You may not see me on this stuff. You, you may, I mean, I don't have a, you know, I don't have a huge following. I get somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 views when we put out one of these. So I'm not somebody who's getting hundreds of thousands of views. But if you do watch, people like me, we may not be on much longer. We need to be creating other platforms. There's a war against us. Sometimes it's violent. Mainly, it's in social media and, and mainstream media. We're getting outlawed on all these platforms. They're, they're actually, Twitter is going directly after Trump and doubling down time and time again, fact-checking the President of the United States. But anyway, Breitbart 6-3, Snapchat will stop promoting President Trump's posts. posts. Snapchat, a social media platform particularly popular with young people, says it will stop promoting President Trump, President Donald Trump's account on its Discover feature, saying the President incites racial violence and injustice. Show me the video. Show me the video where he does that. Show me exactly where President Trump has ever, see, this is it, has ever incited racial violence. Show me. But there's so many people that believe that's the truth because all you have to do is say things over and over again and it becomes their truth. You end up with Joey Biden. We, be, we believe truth over facts. It becomes your truth. President Trump's a racist. He incites racial violence. When? When? When did it ever happen? I've never seen it. Before he's president? Since he's been president? I've never seen him once incite racial violence ever. All I've seen him do is get jobs for the black community. Do you know? I, listen to this. A friend, I pulled this. I don't ever want to mention anybody's names. You know who this was. A good friend of mine. Put this out on Facebook. I never know if you want to be associated with me. So, 2015, blacks killed by cops, 298. 2016, blacks killed by cops, 284. Okay, who's the president of both those years? Barack Hussein Obama. His last year in office, 2016, 284 black people were killed by cops. Trump's first year in office, it went down to 223. Then it went down 2018 to 209. He's bringing down the death rate in the black community by cops. And he's inciting racial violence? The only one who incited racial violence was Barack 
Hussein Obama, the worst president in United States history. Well, that's what Snapchat's doing. There's a war going on. Play that Cuomo video for me. The president held up the Bible the other day in Washington, D.C. Here in New York, we actually read the Bible, and there are some passages... In between butchering the unborn, he reads Bible verses. ...for today and this time of where we are. Blessed are the peacemakers. As long as they're not the unborn. ...called children of God. Even if they are born, I still want to kill them. If a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And they send coronavirus patients into nursing homes and kill over 5,000 New Yorkers. ...before Abraham Lincoln. Turn away from evil and do good. You notice how he's reading off of a teleprompter because he's reading uh, mainly New Testament verses and also Psalms, which is in the middle of the The Bible, and he has the Bible open firmly into the Old Testament, probably as I'm looking at it, somewhere in the book of Exodus. Idiot. All right, back to me. All right, so we got that. Why did I bring that up? Because Trump was getting obliterated on social media for going to the churches across the street from the White House that was firebombed. And he held up the word of God and all of us loved it. I loved it. Still love it. Totally espousing it. Great job, Mr. President. So my response to uh, Mr. Cuomo is he says that we actually read the Bible in the state of New York. Well, he is one of the largest galactic proponents of slaughtering the unborn in United States history. New York itself is one of, one of the greatest contributors in the numbers of abortions. Americans, somewhere in the neighborhood of one to two million abortions are performed every, I don't even want to say abortions are performed. Killing of the unborn is done between one and two million a year in the United States alone, 42 million worldwide. In New York, in the state of California, for some reason, they've legislated themselves into not having to report all their abortions. So who knows how many actually happen? But when he he put forth one of the most liberal, horrible, Stalinist, Hitler-like abortion policies in the United States, when he did that, which was, I believe, last year, he celebrated by lighting up the the bridge that's named after his dad, the Empire State Building, a couple other buildings, lit them all up pink in celebration of slaughtering people. The number one cause of death in the state of New York, for black people, is cops. Nope! It's abortion. Number two is other black people. So he says that he actually reads his Bible. Oh, really? Well, let's, let's read the Bible ourselves. This is Proverbs chapter 6, 16 through 18. 16 through 19. There are six things the Lord hates. Everybody, oh, Lord hates? Yeah, you need to get out of your progressive, weak, stupid churches and start going to a church that preaches the Bible. Tom, you shouldn't say stupid. Again, Jesus called people sons of hell, whitewashed tombs, Satan, and hypocrites. Proverbs six sixteen through 19. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, A lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, 
a heart that devises wicked schemes, hands that shed innocent blood. Hey, uh, Andrew, Andy Cuomo, are you sure you're reading your Bible? Because let's look at these so far. You qualify for most of these. Seven things the Lord, six things the Lord hates, seven are abomination to him. You are very haughty. You have a lying tongue. You perpetually lie. You've yet, yet to put out your true nursing home numbers. I wonder why, Andy. Because I guarantee you they've got 5,400 nursing home deaths because up till May 10th, he was putting nursing home patients, uh, he's putting coronavirus patients into nursing homes. I guarantee you they got 10,000 plus. Watch. If anybody with, anybody with any integrity actually ever runs those numbers or is, those numbers are availed to somebody with integrity, watch and see what they really are. Hands that shed innocent blood. That is Andrew Cuomo. That needs to be someday what's on his tombstone. The, the governor of New York who is great at shedding innocent blood. That's who he is. Do you read your Bible, Andy? Are you sure? A heart that devises wicked schemes? Oh, really? From April 25th until May 10th, you were shipping coronavirus patients into nursing homes. You legislated it. You had one job, and that's to keep the most vulnerable safe, and you couldn't even do that. You locked down the invulnerable, dum-dum. A heart that devises wicked schemes, quick feet that are quick to rush into evil. That's him. Oh, how can, ooh, let me, let me get some more abortions going. Let me tell more, uh, let me, let me have more liberal, uh, laws on gay marriage. Oh, let me kill, even if, they, even if they're in the birth canal, they can be killed. Yes, evil schemes. That's Andrew Cuomo. He didn't read his Bible. A false witness who pours out lies and a man who stirs up dissension among brothers. Hey, Andrew, read your Bible. Here you go. Listen to, these, listen to this. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And you're perfectly fine with killing them. The blood is on your hands. You will answer to Yahweh for it. Exodus 20.13. Thou shall not murder. Read your Bible again, Andrew. It looked like you were about in the book of Exodus. Switch over as you're reading New Testament verses. And you were probably, if you had your finger in the book of, probably book of Exodus. Maybe Leviticus. Read, flip over to Exodus 20, 13. Thou shalt not murder. Number one cause of death in the black community in the state of New York is abortion. And this man's going to come out and tell us how righteous he is racially. Planned Parenthood was put into place by, by what's her name, Margaret Sanger? Who wanted to exterminate the black population. And oh, there's Andy. Oh, he's a good Catholic, right? Reading his Bible, he doesn't know anything about the Bible. He was reading those off. Of, he's reading those verses off of teleprompters. Out of the New York Post, two days ago, we came to riot. Illinois man live stream handing out explosives, and you think this is about George Floyd? Do you think coronavirus is about a virus? Christians, are you reading the Book of Revelation at all yet? An Illinois man live-streamed himself handing out explosives and destroying property, exclaiming at one point, we come to riot. At least get your grammar right. We come to riot. Boy, at Minneapolis protests over George Floyd's death. They're not protests over George Floyd's death. They're opportunists looking to issue in, to usher in 
socialism and democratic party policies, destruction, dystopian fear. That's all that it's about. Are there a few people out there that are honest and are are protesting the death of George Floyd? I suppose there is. But they're being overwhelmed. And it's certainly not what I'm seeing. Put the picture of the grinning idiot up for me. There he is. We come to riot. Illinois man live stream handing out explosives. Matthew Lee Rupert, 28, faces numerous charges, including civil disorder, possession of unregistered explosives, and participating in organized riots in the Twin Cities. You can get back to me. It's a war. It's a war. If you listen, right now, if you're not being physically attacked, it's not a violent war for you. But you need to have your finger on the pulse of the society and you need to know your Bible. And Christians, you should be seeing this instead of that. Dag, put it, can you, can, Aaron, can you find that picture for that church again for me? Church sign. Put, yeah, right. If that's you, you, you don't read the book of Revelation. If that's you, the new norm, how faith should look now, that's you, Christian. Washington Examiner from 6-2, Las Vegas police officer on life support after being shot in the head during protests. What's that got to do with George Floyd? Gateway Pundit, one new NYPD officer shot and second officer stabbed in Brooklyn. What's that got to do with George Floyd? Run, run the neck, you got it right. Run that video for me. What's this got to do with George Floyd? Name it. Tell me. George Floyd. George Floyd. We stand for George Floyd. How? How? What's this got to do with George Floyd? What's this got to do with alleged systemic racism? Show me what this has to do with it. What's that got to do with it? Name it. Name it. Tell me. What, what, what battering a woman in broad daylight, hitting her with a two by four, how does that have to do, what does that have to do with George Floyd? Call it out, Christians. Lead the way, conservatives. It's lies. Systemic racism in law enforcement, lie. It's about George Floyd, lie. Coronavirus is a plague, lie. It's all about control, it's all about socialism. It's all about Democratic Party policies. It's about taking over your life. I don't know if we'll ever get back to what we had. We need to fight to get it back. Federal officer murdered in Oakland amid riots. Retired police captain David Dorn, 77, was gunned. This is a different case. Oak, I want to give them all their due. Federal officer David Patrick Underwood murdered in the Oakland riots. Fox News 6-2, retired police captain David Dorn, 77, was gunned down early Tuesday while working at, working at security for Lee's Pawn Shop. David Dorn was black. The man I said before, David Patrick Underhood, Underwood, was black. Gunned down and killed while protesting a black man's death. You kill other black people? Oh, yeah, Tom, you're a racist. No, I'm not the racist. Fox News 6-3, Black Lives Matter plans armed peace officers. 
in war on police. NY leader says the Black Lives Matter movement will develop an armed branch of peace officers to combat police brutality in black communities during the so-called war on police, according to one of its leaders. Let me see who's watching over here. I mean, I want to say hey to you guys. I appreciate you, Jen. Good to see you. Deborah, good to see you. Anthony, good to see you. Judy, good to see you. Bailey again. Sue, Susan, good to see you. Ron, Lorraine, God bless you guys. Shira, good to see you. All you guys, I love you. I don't want to say your last names because some of you have the same first name, but I don't want to say your last names. I don't want you to be associated with someone like me. I'll be called a racist over this because I'm reading facts, but it is what it is. I want to see you, on Christy, good to see you. Lisa, good to see you. Man, there's a lot of comments on here. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for watching. You want me to go a little bit longer? You want me to end this guy? Put it on here. I'll watch the comments. I'll scroll up so I can see you with the new comments. You guys want me to keep going? Because I'll keep going for about another 10 or 15 minutes if you want. All right, I'll go for just a little bit longer. Obama era. Get this one now. This is from Fox News 6-3. Obama era ex-intel official secures bail for NYC lawyer. Get this now. Obama era ex-intel officer secures bail for NYC lawyer suspected of hurling a Molotov cocktail in George Floyd's arrest. The Washington Free Beacon first reported that Samal Rizvi, who served in the Defense Department and State Department during the Obama administration, went to bat for... You know, good luck with this name. Yerul Rahman, who was arrested this weekend alongside prior Cashman associate uh, Colin Ford. So a, a former Obama administration official goes to bat and bails out somebody who threw a Molotov cocktail, I believe, into a police cruiser. Nobody was injured that I know of. Fox News 6-3, feds investigating whether professional Antifa-linked agitators are exerting command and control over unrest. Fox News 6-3, a Virginia police chief held back tears over the weekend as he described how protesters allegedly set a fire, set a house on fire while a child was inside over the weekend and then blocked firefighters from responding quickly. Fox News 6-3, if a city or a state refuses to take actions that are, this is President Trump speaking, that are necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them. Absolutely. Federal uh, Daily Wire 6-2 federal officials arrest Illinois man accused of dis distributing explosives inciting riots in Chicago and Minneapolis. Oh, it's just about George Floyd, right? You have to be willfully ignorant to believe that. And willfully ignorant equals stupid. Here's some social war stuff. New York Post 6-3. NBA voice Grant Napier Opens up on All Lives Matter firing. He puts out, this guy, Grant Napier, former NBA player, puts out, he's an NBA analyst now, puts out All Lives Matter. He gets, he has to resign from his job at the Sacramento Kings and is fired from his radio job because he put out All Lives Matter. Stars of the documentary, from Newsweek 6-2, stars of the documentary about free speech. Blast Walmart for refusing to sell the DVD. The DVD, No Safe Spaces, most of us, from Adam Carolla. And also Dennis Prager's on there. The DVD for No Safe Places, last year's top political commentary based on its $1.3 million haul at the box office, won't be sold at Walmart stores anymore. There's a war going on.
we need other platforms. We need to stand up for our rights. If that means not shopping at Walmart anymore, do without. Let, them, let Hollywood go without conservative and Christian money. Let Walmart go without. There's plenty of, let, let the mom and pops have a resurgence. Forget Walmart if they're going to be like this. They're getting more and more liberal as Sam Walton's relatives take over. Just like Fox News gets more and more liberal. Editor for Progressive Outlet. Nor this is funny. Daily Wire from yesterday. No, Daily Wire from today. Editor for Progressive Outlet in North Carolina celebrated po- protesters and then they stormed and trashed her office. <laughs> That's what you get. You know what? It's just the Bible again. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Whatever you're sticking in the ground is coming up. It's coming up. You sow and you're sitting there. You're so, I'm for you. I'm for you, protesters. And then they come and ransack. You know where she was? She was in her basement while they ransacked her entire house. Dummy. All right, this will be the last one. This is a good one, though. It's a war. Run that video. We'll do the video first before I read it. Charges have already been filed against another suspect who police say helped incite Saturday's riot. 20-year-old Brian Bartles is free on bond after turning himself in earlier this week. Police say he instigated the riot by spray-painting the police cruiser and breaking out its windows. Police also say they found evidence linking Bartles to the crime at his home in Shaler. Love it. See, that's what has to happen. And I'm stealing this from Dan Bongino. Hey, you know what? I'll do a combo. Put up that last picture for me. I'll do a combo to close. This guy right here was standing up across. I'll read you the article. This man with the gun. This looks like an AR-15. A man arrested by police in Lubbock, Texas, after he brandished a semi-automatic rifle in front of a George Floyd protest, posted a thread on Facebook saying he wanted to off racists and MAGA people. You can take it down. Come back to me. Finishing right here. Our, listen, our war right now is not physical. You have to go to 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We demolish arguments, adding an extra verse in there. Verse 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. You don't put up... Put up that, that church sign one more time for me. You don't put up a sign like that. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. How faith should look now? Back to me. We demolish the, those thoughts. Don't go demolishing their signs. Always some goober that's watching this that'll go do something stupid. Don't touch anybody's stuff and don't touch any people. But our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We need to be fasting and praying over this country to get our freedoms back, our First Amendment freedoms back, our 14th Amendment freedoms back, our Fourth Amendment freedoms back. People are saying this country is reopened. It's not reopened. Where am I? I'll read these to you. Oh gosh, I said I was going to finish. 
Last thing I'll tell you. Jobless claims, total unemployment level worse than expected. How many job unemployment claims last week? 1.8 million. People are, oh, good, it's going down. The previous record was 678,000 in 1982. And we're rejoicing when we more, we almost triple that. The week before was 2.2 million. The week before that was 2.4 million. The week before that was 3 point something million. The week before that was 4 point something million. Our top record was 6.6 million. We have not reopened. Stop telling yourself that. You know what our unemployment rate is? 20.5%. Highest since the Great Depression. And I would argue the same as the Great Depression. We're not reopened. And you got churches putting up that sign? This is how faith, this is the new normal. This is what faith looks like. Yeah, put it up again. I can't get enough of it. How faith should look now. The new norm. Do not, back to me, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Give me Joey one more time. We choose truth over fact. No, we choose the Bible as our facts. Coronavirus means nothing to the believer who reads the Bible. You don't put a mask on. Why? Bind it. In Jesus' name, no, no plague shall come near thy dwelling. He took up our infirmities and carried our disease. You're not vulnerable to disease. All right, I got to stop preaching. Listen, I love you guys. <laughs> I love you. We've got to take back. Listen, we got to take back this country. The church needs to lead the way. I think I'll be back up at uh, the stand. Rodney Howard Brown on Friday. I think I'll be back up there. I think a lot of my people are going <laughs> be watching. Well, a lot of my viewership came from Pastor Rodney and Jonathan Shuttlesworth putting my video out. So I owe it all to them. But I think a lot of my viewers are watching them. But listen, which they should, God bless them. I think I'd rather you watch the stand. But anyway, I think I'll be back up there on Friday worshiping my guts out praising and shouting and jumping and having a great time so feel free if you're in that area come on up uh i'll be sitting somewhere up towards the front i'm a big old chubby dude you can spot me from a mile away with my beard and stuff come on up and give me a giant hug i do not social distance at all so come on up and give me a big old hug let's talk and i uh, love to talk to you guys but let's pray ready lord we love you oh one last thing my son always tells me to invite people to church every time so I don't want to forget because he t- he's on me about what to do. So we'll pray in just a second. If you need a church to go to, I don't care if, you, if you're within an hour of here, come. If your church is closed or you know what, your church decided to be a lapdog for the government and close their doors and you're sick of it and you're tired of it and you can't respect it, we'll come to mine. We'll make room for you. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. We don't social distance. We have never closed, not for one second, not one day, not ever, and never will. So come and join us 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. I pray for all of the 100 to 200 people that are watching right now, and we pray together. Join with me, everybody. Let's agree. We're two or more agree upon anything they ask for will be done. So let's have 150 or 200 people. Let's agree together. We pray over our country, Lord. We pray a mighty sweep of the Holy Spirit. We pray a mighty wind blow over this country, drawing our leaders to the cross, drawing pastors to the cross, drawing Christians back to the cross, drawing the lost to the cross. 
drawing all to repentance that need to repent. The backslidden Christian to repentance. The sinner who's never been saved to repentance. Drawing everyone to the only hope there is, and that is Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray this drawing and this revival in, in Jesus' mighty name. And the church out there with me says, amen. I love each and every one of you guys. I'm tough on you, but I do love you. I've come to you in Jesus' name, and I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great night.